Ladies, gentlemen, and whoever you identify as, welcome back to another round of fun analysis and excitement of the infamously known podcast series called Have You Seen It? If you're a first-time listener, that's great! All are welcomed here. Well, maybe just, uh, no, just kidding. We try to have an inclusive vibe here, and we will do our best to keep that up. But if you're a long-time listener who have been with us from the beginning, congrats! You made it to episode 15. I left my confetti machine in my other pair of pants. And just imagine a confetti machine shooting confetti in the air, and you get an imaginary gold star for your efforts. Ha <laughs> ha! Anyways, if you're curious what we do here, Here's the dish. I do a film review and light film analysis about a film. Then I give a simple recommendation to watch the film or not to you. No complex rating systems or numbers. Just getting you the scoop you need to empower you in your film viewing journey. As well as listening to more episodes will help you grow in your movie buff power. Thanks for your patience. We took a mini vacation for a couple weeks because the interns went on strike. And they wanted things like having wages and time off work. The interns need to rep my jokes and fetch me my coffee. Jeez. I'm kidding, folks. We don't have interns. In all honesty, we just had a lot of things going on. Making some new episodes just fell through the cracks. So here I am, feeling refreshed and ready to go for another audio journey of entertainment and analysis with this episode which is a new release in theaters he broods and he spends his free time beating up thugs he goes by many names his enemies call him the detective his allies call him the dark knight he is vengeance he is the knight he is batman more specifically, we're reviewing the latest adaptation of The Cape Crusader starring the famous actor who is also known for playing characters associated with bats in another time and place, Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. So not to confuse others, we're going to dive into this movie called The Batman. Super original, I know, but it helps with clarification since there's been like five or six people who have played Batman in different movies and other mediums throughout the years. Anyways, let's dive into this analysis, future movie buffs. This episode will be riddled with spoilers. It is not a planned pun, I swear. Uh, so if you do not want to be spoiled for this film, please give this a pause and come back later. I'll give you guys some time. What do I need to do today? I need to finish this recording, and then I have to edit those other things, and then get gas. I don't even know what I want to do for dinner. Oh, 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 shoot, I left my mic on. That, okay, we good? Yeah, that should be enough time. Let's keep this gravy train rolling. This adaptation of Batman takes place two years into his career, being a vigilante in Gotham. He has gained the reputation quickly of being an agent of vengeance and taking down criminals, etc. A new player in the crime game arises, named the Riddler, along with a string of murders of Gotham's elite, becomes front and center. Batman needs to find out why this is happening and how to stop him, as well as face internal struggles of what kind of hero he wants to be as he meets potential friends or foes across the criminal underworld of Gotham. I like this adaptation because it's such a huge tone shift from the other Batman films before this one. Those were fantastic based on very high stakes, supernatural elements and powers, and crazy future technology and massive action set pieces. This film does a tone shift away from that 
instead and focuses on a detective story on that role of Batman. With the director Matt Reeves does with Robert's take on Batman is facing more internal conflicts over the external threats he faces in its almost three hours running time. We see Bruce struggle with everything in his life. He is focused on his crusade to save his city 24-7. Doesn't don a charming personality or interact with the public at all. He's just isolated, angry, depressed, and hell-bent on making the criminals of this town fear him or worse. He has trauma and pain inside him that can take a lifetime to overcome. But he learns in this case and his journey that no man is an island. He uses his connections and new allies to help him save the city in the form of Captain Jim Gordon and the burglar known as the cat, Selena Kyle. This realism of how he's emotionally affected by everything in his present and his past to tech he uses and everything in this film stays in a general level of realism and keeps things mostly grounded, which I love immensely. You could argue about his bulletproof suit being so bulletproofy, but that's normal in every Batman movie ever. So the growth we see in Bruce as he changes from being an agent of vengeance to becoming the hero he is destined to be. A fantastic example of the introspective look into Batman's point of view is described in the following. Towards the climax of the film, the followers of the Riddler are trying to kill the new mayor and the remaining members of Gotham's elite. In fantastic fashion, we see Batman beat up and defeat them in brutal manner. He saves Selina from getting killed. Running on adrenaline, all he is doing is punching the bad guy in the face repeatedly till his face is bleeding, swollen, and unrecognizable. Then the police come to arrest said attacker and ask him who he is. He replies and muffles out two words, I'm vengeance. Which Batman answers to a similar question in the beginning of the film with the same two words. The level of shock overwhelms Bruce, realizing he is not helping this vicious cycle of violence in Gotham, but instead becomes a part of the cycle and makes it worse. So on paper, he is no different from the criminal he fights. So lots of great depth and stuff for viewers to digest, and I love it. We even get villain cameos in the form of the Penguin, played by Colin Farrell, which he does a fantastic performance, by the way. So if you want to see a new Batman movie with a great breath of fresh air, tone shift, and grounded storyline that has depth and entertainment to boot, I highly recommend this to you, the viewer. Also to help people to make informed choices in their film viewing experience is this film is rated PG-13. It contains violence throughout, explosions, depictions of blood, use of drugs and alcohol, and probably some swearing as well. But it's something the teenagers and up can enjoy, so that's great. As for where to see this film, at the time of this recording, it's still being played in theaters. But it will probably be available to rent or buy digitally on the normal platforms in time. Or buy a hard copy if you don't want to wait on download. Holy smokes, dear listener, it's time for our next segment called Fun Facts. Thanks for putting up my one Robin joke for this episode. I give you guys some juicy fun facts about or around the making of said film to help you become the most interesting person ever and to continue grow in your movie buff power. Here's some fun facts of the following. Robert Pattinson auditions for his role in the Clooney Batsuit for some reason. 
Ugh, just don't Google that. The Penguins character, known by the fans as a hardcore smoker, was not shown smoking due to the pressure from Warner Brothers. Guess they don't want to promote people to smoke, I guess. I'm not a producer. The director, Matt Reeves, was originally skeptical to write a detective story for Batman, as well as adding a almost three-hour running time during the editing process of making the final cut, and was worried the film would not be successful it was f more focused on this aspect of the character. Well, you showed them, Matt. It's very popular so far, so way to go out there and take the risks. Lastly, Matt Reeves was able to make the film he wanted and got almost 100% of control over the project. This is proof of films being successful with original stories and giving more power and trust back into the hands of the filmmaker. Let's shift gears to our last segment for today's episode called Filmology, where I give you a film term describing a role, narrative technique, equipment, and other elements that help create that sweet movie magic. This week's Filmology term is the role of the boom operator. The individual holds a pole with a large boom mic at the end that records audio, people, and things going on for the needs of the shot. They are never seen like the Dark Knight himself. <laughs> uh, horrible puns. They are important members of the production team and often the unsung heroes in going for the perfect audio take for shoots. If there's any boom operators listening out there in the ether, we at the podcast salute you and thank you for your hard work. Also, we'll give you a congratulatory high five if you manage to find me in the streets to further show that we care. What? The podcast's almost over? Okay, okay, I'm getting hand gestures from my producer to bring this thing to a close. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode. We hope you had a good time. Give this movie a watch or not. I ain't your mama. Now you can ask this question to your friends. Have you seen The Batman? The Batman.